0: Interim podcast alert. Interim podcast alert.
1: Is this the triumphant return of After Work Drinks? after?
0: it is. You're absolutely right. Do you remember Afterwork Drinks, love? No,
1: no, 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 no. That's why I brought it up. That's why you're bringing it
0: up. So right at the beginning of the podcast, we did sort of TV and film reviews, and then there was nothing else going on because we were in the midst of a pandemic. So we created an extra episode called after work drinks which was essentially us after in inverted commas work because we were just both in the house there doing various things sitting down together having a drink and discussing what was happening which Funnily enough, at the time, really wasn't very much. So no. I, I can't really remember what we talked about, but it became quite a fun thing to do.
1: Our last, our last one was um, September 2021.
0: There we go. So
1: two and a half years ago.
0: Wow! And I it cannot was believe that.
1: the top five films we're looking forward to for the rest of 2021.
0: <laughs> That's amazing.
1: Anyway, cheers.
0: Yeah, cheers. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we are going to do some trailer talk because we've had some illness in the house we've got the ridiculousness of friends coming to stay and we've just had loads and of things happening which has meant that you've been to see some films um and i haven't and i've seen lots of television that you haven't so we're trying to catch up with each other because we much prefer it when we're able to rip apart each other's opinions on things
1: but first there's some news that's broken today.
0: Yeah, you've said this to me. Like I was all ready to go with my trailers, uh, which has thrown me off somewhat.
1: Yes, yeah, so on the way home tonight, Marvel have announced who their Fantastic Four are.
0: Am I really bothered about this? I'm not sure I am.
1: Oh, honey. Wh-
0: why are you looking disappointed in me? Because this is big.
1: This is, this is the yes. last chance that the MCU has.
0: Is it big?
1: It's the last character they've got in the back pocket that's got any sort of recognition they value. They've
0: done Fantastic Four to death.
1: Yes, but it's all been shit.
0: Isn't it going to be shit again?
1: I actually don't mind the original two.
0: I, d- I don't mind the original one. The one with um,
1: Ian Grifford,
0: Jessica Albert. I think it's. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm
1: never confident saying okay. that name.
0: Okay. Um, yeah, Jessica Albert, Chris Evans.
1: Chris Evans, yeah.
0: And the fella who played the thing.
1: Um, yeah, the guy from the Shield. That's it. Yeah,
0: that wasn't bad, was it? For for what it was, it was at the time, it was
1: more kid skewing. I think mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. the big problem with me was that they absolutely burned one of the big baddies from the Marvel universe in what Galactus. Oh, okay. Right. Like they, it wasn't Galactus that they introduced. It was, well, it was Doctor Doom. Yeah, but they, in the second one, they had Galactus. Oh, Rise okay. of the Silver Surfers, right. who is one of the huge battle. Like he's about, he's a hundred foot tall. He can. His
0: name suggests that. Yes, I. He sounds like the sort of person that would either be in wrestling or on gladiators. Galactus.
1: They're not mutually exclusive. Well, there we go. Nick Aldis, the GM of SmackDown, was in the Reap anywhere.
0: Do you see how I really don't care who these people are? <laughs> I think you might when you hear who they are.
1: Oh, I think I'm they're. I think they've ch- got a really good cast.
0: Okay, go on then.
1: So, Mister Fantastic. Whose powers is he? Can he's a stretch Armstrong? <laughs> is Pedro Pascal
0: right? Which is he a bit old.
1: W- well, aren't
0: they meant to be young people?
1: No, oh. no.
0: He's much older than I anticipated for the Fantastic. I War. mean, he's
1: older than your man Goose's son. Okay, <laughs> from the Miles, remake, Miles, Miles Teller. Teller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought. Hang on. He's been in the. He's been in the MCU before now. But he's been in everything but, I think. He's been in Game of Thrones, he's been in the DC Universe, in that abomination of the... Yeah. Yeah. So, Invisible Woman... Yeah. Is... Jessica Alba? No. Vanessa Kirby.
0: Okay. Right. Interesting. Um, Because they're meant to be siblings, aren't they? I no, no, were. no, they're not. It's Johnny, <laughs> it's Sue Storm. And I don't know why Johnny... you've been watching your <laughs> <Yeah>. fantastic follow <laughs> yeah. but... Sorry, yes, that's right. Um, Sue Storm and Johnny Storm. Sorry, I knew there were siblings in there. I've just got it the wrong way around.
1: The Thing is going to be played by Ebon Moss Bacharach.
0: Who? Where would I know them from?
1: So he is the other guy in The Bear. He is not the... Not seen The Bear. Okay. He's the annoying boyfriend, Desi, in girls
0: not seeing girls so i don't know him
1: you will know him back to look at <laughs> okay. let, let me find Do you if... think
0: the general public would know him you know on yes. the same yes because as everyone Pascal. who's not
1: you with mm. your little issues have watched the bear has
0: watched the bear okay fair enough and who's gonna be johnny storm flying through the air chris evans well this
1: is what i think you might be most interested in okay it is joseph quinn
0: Oh, Stranger Things, just yes, Quinn. yes. That's interesting casting.
1: Isn't yeah, it? yeah. And again,
0: um, is he? I'm just thinking age wise with Vanessa Kirby. Maybe they are round about the same age. I, I, I think she's skewed slightly older because a lot of the people that she plays. Ebun um, Musbackerak, picture showing. Oh, you're, you. show, you're showing me not. Yeah, okay. You're showing me him. I don't know who he is. And I've not seen him before.
1: He was actually in. Remember the Punisher TV show? No. Remember the Punisher it's going
0: well. Yes, I do remember the Punisher. The Punisher with the fella that was from, um, The Walking Dead. Yes, and
1: yes. the bear. Yeah. Okay. Um, he was
0: in that as right. like his
1: little mate who was like helping him along.
0: Okay. Well, that's nice.
1: But that's is that canon? Because obviously that was in the same universe as Daredevil. Daredevil is in the MCU now mm-hmm. as Charlie Cox. So. Yeah different world that's what they're probably saying i'm
0: interested joseph quinn i'm interested to see in any film because i liked what he did in strange things i thought he was one of the breakout stars of the last series i don't need to see him in fantastic four i kind of feel like oh i wish he was kind of doing something else It, it still it doesn't make me get all excited for this film i hope it does really well like i'm gonna hit my cynical hat off i hope it does really really well i hope it's a really good film because Things have not been going well in the area. If I'd have said
1: Jake Johnson, Oliver Platt, <laughs> um, yes, I'm trying to think who else you. A bit uh, of
0: Kiefer Sutherland b- in there, um,
1: the, the guy from Cormorant Strike. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. That's totally <laughs> right. And then maybe Dame Glenda Jackson and t-
1: Tim Wheeler as uh, a <laughs> Sue, Storm. Sue Storm. Yeah, you'd still not be bothered. So, uh,
0: oh, yeah, I probably would, I would for that. Uh, I'd be very happy with that TV show. Right, okay, good. Are you excited? Like, take me out of it. Are you excited about it?
1: Well, I was right up until Mm. about five minutes ago when I've just had it shat upon. But Mm. yeah, I I feel it's the thing that they've got in their back pocket that I'm interested to see what they do with it. because. um,
0: Do we know who's directing?
1: Yeah, that's been announced a long time ago. Um, Let me just look that up. It's so well known that um, I'm going to have to look that up now. Yeah, it's um Matt Shackman who is behind most recently One uh, Division.
0: Okay. Oh, wait. Okay. That makes me more excited. Okay. That's good. Cuz I loved One Division. Good. Yeah. Good. Okay.
1: Um yeah, he's I mean, he's also <laughs> just wait, he was also behind Heroes Reborn. Oh, okay. Oh, he was directing a few episodes of that. Uh, but yeah, well, we'll, we'll let him off. Yeah. It's a good sign. Um Yeah, it's just the interesting thing is, so they've released this information with a, a like an illustration of them as the as the Fantastic Four in a very sixties environment. Okay. So it might be that it's a period piece. It might right. be that they are brought in in a different way. Um, I can't quite work it out, but okay. yeah, people have like the thing is looking at a copy of time magazine that people have dated to 1963 it's. and
0: it looks like there's like an astronaut in the sort of 60 60s astronaut costume you know the big white yeah thing. i think that's
1: meant to be the thing like cause that looks uh, like oh, right, okay yeah
0: yeah I, not that i don't think astronauts don't wear those big white costumes now but you, do you know what i mean it's stylized in that that sort of mm. buzz aldrin style it's really nice though yeah lovely
1: yeah anyway <laughs> okay Shall let's, we talk about some trailers? Let's talk
0: about some trailers. Um, we're going to talk about the film trailers first. We're going to cover some of the trailers that were from the Super Bowl. Not all of them because there were many, but three of sort of the big ones that came out. So we're going to talk about Deadpool 3, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. So many times today I've thought I'm going to say Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but it didn't. And then we're going to finish off with... Wicked. Wicked.
1: Happy
0: birthday to you. Okay. All right, okay. Um, it's been a challenging few years, for sure. But I'm happy.
1: That is because of each and every one of you. I'm the luckiest man alive. <sighs> Make a wish, buddy. Wade Wilson? Who's asking? Whoa, 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 whoa. Is that supposed to be scary? Pegging isn't new for me, friendo, but it is for Disney.
0: Deadpool 3, otherwise known as Deadpool and Wolverine. So
1: are you excited about this, having proven that you're not in any way excited about Fantastic Four? You
0: know what? I wasn't at all until I saw the and Wolverine. The and Wolverine really cemented it for but me. But you knew that it
1: was going to be in it.
0: I don't think I did. Love.
1: We went through the trailer. I made you watch the trailer. And let, yeah, it sounds bad when I say made you watch the trailer. You've met Elaine, most people, you know, like you've spent time with her. She will not watch something if just out of. Yes. Uh, yeah. Just
0: because someone says, please watch it. Yes. I, th- I think it just, everything had kind of got a bit screwed up in my head, but now I sort of see how it works. Yeah, I'm a bit more excited because I love Hugh Jackman's Wolverine. I'm interested in all of the meta-commentary around the Cinematic Universe. You know, Deadpool in the trailer even says, you know, he even uses the word Cinematic Universe, which I think is quite interesting. Um, And I can see that there's links to the TVA, which I've seen in Loki. Yes. So little things that even i as someone who doesn't know much about it can get means that there must be loads for people who are really into this stuff so yeah i'm more intrigued i'm not a big fan of sort of gross humor if that makes sense so saying swe- like swearing for comedy effect can can Bullocks. be funny <laughs> can be funny see but <laughs> Yeah, when you do it, but but when it's just like a done for just doing it's sake, I don't particularly find anything satirical about it or humorous. I think
1: you've done Deadpool a bit of a disservice there. I think mm. it's cleverer than that.
0: Yes, I'm sure it is. It just hasn't drawn me back. so I saw the first one, it was fine, but it didn't draw me back to the second one.
1: Have you never seen the second one? No,
0: I've never seen the second one.
1: Look, I mean I'm I'm excited. It's the only MCU film that we're getting this year. I mean, I've been down on the MCU pretty much for the past year, but at least this is kind of like a a moose bush. Um, in, it's not going to be storyline heavy. It's not going to be. It's just going to be like wet your whistle for what's coming in twenty twenty five. Yeah, and well, laugh when you did it. I mean, I've got a man crush on Ryan Reynolds and have done for a long time ever since. Um, two girls, a guy in a pizza place. Is okay, that, is that what it's called? I don't
0: know. I've never heard of that
1: in my life. It's a TV show.
0: Really? Yes. No, I've never heard of that. But you're very good at your sort of like American comedy, drama, high school, sort of like that sort of thing that everyone else was watching on T4 or whatever. And I just wasn't.
1: This was on Trouble, I think.
0: That's right. There we go. See, I was nearly there.
1: Um, I'm just going to see if it was actually. Yeah. 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 Two guys, a girl in a pizza place. No, I am seeing who's in it. Yeah, yes, Ryan Reynolds and Van Wilder. And yes,
0: like that. Yeah. yeah. And he's a he's a great uh, actor for Deadpool, and who Deadpool needs to be the you know the comedic faces, the action, the asides to the audience, a lot of breaking the fourth wall. It just works for him, so I am happy.
1: Are you familiar?
0: With the concept of evolution. In their time, humans were capable of many great things. Noah! They could fly like eagles fly, they could speak across oceans.
1: But now it is.
0: of the see see it's not just me is
1: it I never know which ones are Dawn of the Planet of the Apes which one's mm-hmm. the rise, rise of the Planet of the Apes which one's the War of the Planet so, of the Apes War
0: for the Planet of the Apes was the third one and I only know that because I've looked that up because I just wanted to get it right.
1: Is Rise the first one?
0: I don't know. I haven't seen. You would think it would be Rise before Dawn, but I, it might be the other way around. I think people have pointed that out anyway. Mm. There, were, there were the three of them. It surrounded Caesar and it took you from Caesar being an ape that was used for experimentation to then being ultra intelligent and um, getting the other apes to be intelligent as well and releasing them and then taking over the planet and various um conflicts with humans this is now this fourth installment is set 300 years after caesar
1: but a lot of the apes look the same as the ones <laughs> yeah. that i've seen in <laughs> yeah probably played by the same uh, actors no
0: artists. I, I i think some are but not all, not all. Andy Circus isn't in this one, as far as I'm aware. <laughs> and that's the only one anyone <laughs> cares about, apparently. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly, uh, yeah. yeah. But I think they do. I think they're probably meant to be relatives of the players that we've we've seen before. But it is meant to be set. Well, it is set three hundred years after. And what's happened here? And I think we're we're running much more closer to the original Planet of the Apes as it as it the narrative was there, which is the planet over come by intelligent apes, and the humans are... um, All the technology's been taken away from them. I think um, they're sort of non-speaking, so speech and language has gone, and they are essentially being rounded up by these ultra-intelligent and ruling-the-world apes. That's where we're getting to now, I think.
1: See, I always thought that the original three were more a prequel than a reboot, and I don't think I need to be going back to... Someone traveling through time and get your balls oh, off d- me, d- you dirty ape. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't think that's what it is. What I'm saying is, it's. St- it, I think it's starting to become much more familiar. So one of the characters in this fourth installment is called Nova. And there was a character called Nova in the original Charlton Heston film for example i think they're taking bits of the earlier films and obviously there were a lot there's so much around planet of the apes isn't there and um, you've got the tim burton version as well so you've got loads of not things around that. but i think they're starting to get more towards that very that simple premise which was you 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 come to a planet or there is a planet of apes and the humans are um very much the people who are being captured and are being treated like animals. What I really like... I know you're laughing at me.
1: (laughs) You've had this planet of apes.
0: What I really like about the Planet of the Apes films just generally is how they reflect back on our own society. And I can see in this trailer, there's imagery in there that really reflects wars and conflicts that are happening and um sort of cultural moments in our own history and and today and i i like that i like the way that it makes me reflect on how we treat other people how we treat animals um how we have dividing lines between race religion uh, minority group you know all, all these sort of things where we we other things and we say well we we don't want to be like them or this is our group i like that political nod that the planet of the apes has. I'm not sure you're as much uh, as interested in this as, as I am.
1: I think I'm going to struggle without a, a human central storyline to be perfectly honest, which it feels like the film G force. If you remember that.
0: Oh, what with Guinea pigs
1: talking Guinea pigs rather than from what I've seen on the trailer, like, just looks like is it richard morris who did the animals that talked
0: richard morris oh
1: right no you're not going to get this no people who listen of a certain age will understand this yeah like there was a guy who may or may not have been called richard morris okay. who did this thing of animals yeah like just animals like with with noises like over them like pretending they were talking
0: those adverts not creature comforts
1: no no I knew that was where you were going
0: <laughs> you don't mean Aardman animation no
1: no no his name probably wasn't Richard Morris okay Desmond Morris maybe <laughs> I don't know okay. uh, but yeah I, I'm I'm not convinced well, by the Were
0: you like that with the other films though because it's very similar the, the no because there technology.
1: was always no there was always a a human central performance around that Okay. and I think the
0: I think the central performance was Andy Serkis but we might have to agree to disagree
1: but, I mean well for the first film they oh, hardly James spoke Franco. they hardly spoke at all
0: yeah but what I mean well, as you get into the films it does become Caesar's story
1: I am watching this and my spidey senses are saying probably something up there okay it is Desmond Morris okay Richard Good. Morris is the former uh, ambassador to Nepal brilliant who I'm pretty sure it's not but yeah um, I'm, 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 I'm not sure about this I'll go see okay. it because I've enjoyed the other ones um, sometimes in spite of myself in the case of the first film in spite of a group of kids behind me oh no. where one of them had seen it and so was trying to show off to his mates by telling them what was happening and a dad who was really annoyed at this kid who clearly wasn't his own you need to stop talking now
0: <laughs> yeah I would have said something more than that the
1: best way to bring folks together.
0: Something has changed is
1: to give them a real good enemy. You're green. I am.
0: Something is not the same. Something just takes over me. And when it does, bad things happen. Once you learn to harness your emotions, Guys, the limit. Bring her to me. Don't be afraid. I'm not afraid. It's the wizard who should be afraid of me. Help! And wicked. Musical. But you wouldn't know it. Oh dear! Oh you've had a you've had a very strong reaction to this. Out of all of them, I didn't think Wicked would be the strongest reaction you would have to a trailer. And you're clicking your fingers as well and sort of making little tapping Noises.
1: I've never seen Wicked. Yes. Um, the Broadway
0: musical. Well, West End musical.
1: I am planning on going to see it when it comes to Sunderland in the August. Yes. I haven't bought tickets yet, so apologies, Neil, if you're listening. <laughs> I know I said I would. And um it's on for two weeks. I'll get we'll get some, <laughs> it'll be fine. But <laughs> fucking hell, they love the CGI in this, don't they?
0: They do. Do you know that they built and it was built it was in Britain, they built sort of an emerald city. So you, if you, you can go back and you have, have a look online that they made this amazing set, you know, with... Uh, during the trailer, you see them, like, coming on a gondola and there's sort of water and everything. So they did build a physical set.
1: Why does it look so shit then?
0: But then, but for me, knowing that, you can clearly see where all of the walls, all of the sky, sc- you know, everything is so CGI. And I wonder whether it is... Whether it's purposefully done that way, because this is clearly fantasy, we're in Oz, th- there are green characters. You, do you know what I mean? What, they've just gone, you know what, we're just going to go all out, big, colourful, fantasy, nothing is real. Yes. And, and I don't know, I kind of liked it. Because I sort of went, okay, if that's what we're doing. I didn't. We'll <laughs> we'll, do, we'll do it that way. It is very different from the show, I I have to say. I, I am not sold on the casting. And part of that will come from the bias I have having seen the show in the West End. That was many, many years ago. It was actually when it was not originally out, but it was very soon after it had come out. And they were just starting to bring new people in so a new galinda mm. um for example i think it, the galinda had just been in for a couple of weeks and it was like really exciting because the old one and, and there was someone new and it you know it, it was it was at a time as well in the west end where there weren't these mega star performances and the shows that had been on were more sort of the lloyd webbers and yes. so this was something totally new it was actually in the theatre I hadn't been to before as well and it just felt big and exciting and new. And I think it's, it's just take. It, I just haven't been able to get over my view of what the characters should be like. Because the people playing those characters when I saw them were much younger, well, <laughs> Elphaba was much younger than Cynthia arriva And it might have been the same age as Ariana Grande for Galinda. I don't know um, how old Ariana Grande is, but I think she's a bit younger. They are meant to be going to like a college or a school. I just don't believe that either of them are meeting for the first time. Well, oh, well, oh, well. uh, (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like, I think I'm finding it harder than, let's say, Greece to... Believe because I've seen it on the stage, and I've seen sort of like the the young and beautiful of of the stage in front of me, where I can clearly see how old they are. And I wonder whether a lot of the work that they've done on the faces of the actors as well has sort of made me go a bit like, oh, they just look a bit, they look really ironed out because they're older. I don't know. I, I'm I'm just not quite sold on the casting. And I'm not sold. There's a there's a note at the end of the trailer, which is like the big note from Defying Gravity. I am not sold on that note whatsoever. I found it like took me massively out of the trailer. And I just thought, oh, oh, that's just just not quite what I was anticipating. It's It's really hard because it's such a snapshot of it it's not going into the music at all which i'm find really really strange and this is only part 1
1: yeah i was going to say yeah they've, they've done the um, they've not done the mission impossible have they
0: no i, I just mm, there's something that just isn't quite clicking for me and i i really wish it well and i want it to be great and i want to be like i want all my sort of my my bias from the stage show to go away i think when you see something on stage it's a bit like when you read a book and then you watch the film and you go, oh, it isn't the same. Mm. And I think that's what I've got clinging on to me is, you know, the early to mid-2000s when I saw this, clinging on to that and then seeing this and going, oh, it isn't the same, is it? So I really hope it's better than I think. It, I mean, it, this cast, the, the you know, the other cat, Michelle Yeoh, you've got um, The Fly, Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Uh, you know, other people, you've got big names. And obviously the cast are great. Like, these people are brilliant. I'm just not quite sure they're the Galinda and Elphaba in my head because I saw it on stage.
1: I'll try watching Wicked.
0: What, the show or the...
1: Oh, it was it. It was a reference to, I think, I'll try Defying Gravity. Is that not the lyrics?
0: Yeah, it is. Oh. I think it was just so subtle that even if you weren't me, you wouldn't get that. <sighs> oh, well... You try defying Wicked, maybe. That would be better.
1: I don't want to defy Wicked. Okay.
0: I'll try defying the trailer.
1: No, but I've seen the... (laughs) TV trailers!
0: I was born with a chance to be somebody. I'm going to be the most famous
1: man in the whole world. Mr. President, the Confederacy is dead. The Union is saved. The war is over.
0: Freedom for the South! I knew nothing about manhunt until our friend Chris. Hello, Chris sent me the link to the Manhunt trailer and I immediately thought of you because this is historical fiction, but historical fiction in terms of an event that I know you've talked about because this is the assassination of Abraham Lincoln by John Wilkes Booth, the actor. Yes, yeah. You've spoken to me about this before.
1: Yeah, there's an episode of the podcast The Memory Palace which is a really, really lovely um, podcast. It's about only about five to ten minutes long, and they're just little slices of history that it's talked about. And in there, it talks about how John Wilkes Booth was part of an acting family. And is uh, it, you know, it goes into it is like if the art, like if, um, if Stephen Baldwin shot the president in 1990 when Alec Baldwin was considered one of the best actors in Hollywood, um, yeah, and it goes into what happened to. John Wilkes Booth's brother um, afterwards. Yeah, um, I, I, I find that a really fascinating story. Not sure that <laughs> I.
0: Oh no, there's a big boat. There's a big boat. I mean,
1: spoilers for what's coming up. You've not picked the most diverse uh, array of trailers no, here, no, that, have that you? No,
0: that is true. Um, we have gone historical fiction all, all the way. And I think that. Works. And if there's one thing that I
1: fucking <laughs> will guarantee to watch, it's historical fiction. I know. Oh, hang on. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, I did realise that, but these are the shows that are coming out soon that I I really wanted to talk about, is The honest truth. Uh, I'm just going to play on my
1: phone, so Man Man you just give me, me Manhunt was not one that
0: I knew, though, um, Hunter. Manhunt was not one that I knew, so it's kind of dropped in by sort of circumstance. And they are calling it a conspiracy thriller. This is an Apple TV show, Apple Plus is it Apple Plus? Is that right?
1: Apple TV Plus.
0: Apple TV Plus. Um, and it's coming out in the in the sort of next few weeks, actually. So it's March the 15th. Um, so, yeah, in a couple of weeks' time. And it's got some really good people in it. It's got Tobias Menzies, as he flashes up on the screen, Emmy Award nominee Tobias Menzies, who you know most from Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. And I know most from Game of Thrones. And also, he plays Prince Philip in the Crown. And then you've got uh, the guy playing John Wilkes Booth, who we will talk about again in another trailer coming up shortly, is a guy called Anthony Boyle. Um, And you've got lots of other people um, in here, including Patton Oswalt, who you laughed at when he came up on the screen because he had a great big beard. Yeah, of
1: course I did. Yeah, (laughs) because it's Patton Oswalt.
0: (laughs) But they are... um, Apple are calling this a conspiracy thriller rather than... Historical fiction. I can kind of see why, because this is, you know, you're looking at who assassinated him, why they assassinated him, what's going on politically at that time around Lincoln, and now that Lincoln's gone, and then this, as the title of the show suggests, this manhunt for will Booth and who was helping him, and who, and yeah, I I know nothing about this. Like I know so little about American politics. It's like really feel quite shameful about it because the only time i ever used to pay any attention to america was when um in the madness of king george um in that film at a certain point in that they talk about the americas and i was like oh is that like when they're losing like th- where it's not british anymore like i really didn't understand you'll the, be the history. Back. <laughs> yeah exactly that exactly that so I just knew nothing about it because it just that period of history just never sat with me. I was always so much more in the the Tudor times and the Stuarts, which, funnily enough, we might come up with in a few moments. So I I want to learn. I want to know more about this. And I know from, you know, you telling me about him being an actor and then the Baldwin connection. Or well, not connection, but Trust that me, no yeah, con- it's not connection. No connection. I was about to say that. connection is not the right word, but that t- that uh, comparison with the Baldwins, I thought, all right, right. Let's. And I think it looks really good. Do you? Are you not taken with it, or is it just that historical fiction just puts you off?
1: I mean, there is absolutely nothing that draws me to watch this. Like, um, it, it, it it's not my thing. Mm-hmm. It's it is fant- Fantastic Four times four. <laughs> So, Fantastic Sixteen.
0: Is is this going to carry on throughout the rest of the the trailer chat? Oh,
1: I mean, absolutely. Yeah, I will not be watching any of these TV shows, but I'll at least put up a good. I'll put. I'll try and sound a bit enthused for now, and then you can cover them on the podcast when they come
0: out. On to Mary and George for all you Stuart fans. I do not own my home. My children are unwed. We have nothing.
1: If this became known, your position in society would
0: become untenable. My son. Change does not come unless you grab it by the hand. King, king James. So cockstruck, it's like a curse. Give the king whatever he wants. May I perform for you?
1: Don't up! I here! He will be yours. Mine. In my room. I want you
0: here. I have the power. I have the king. I have England. What could possibly stop us now? Do be
1: careful. Now, you oh. You're a whole dark brood, a lot of you. My family is perfect. Was that a joke? No. Please continue.
0: Oh you dressed you a prostitute. And I lay right down
1: in my favorite
0: place. I heard you. How far? And look, even your phlegm is off color. Enjoy the show, won't you, Dunn? now I wanna be your down. Now I wanna be
1: your down. That boy, how far will he go? There's
0: nothing you wouldn't do. He's raised by a monster. Only children believe in monsters. So Mary and George, as I've already alluded to, is set in the period of of the Stuarts, which comes directly after the Tudors. So we're looking at um, King James the First of England or the Sixth of uh, Scotland or and the Sixth of Scotland. This is based on a book called The King's Assassin by Benjamin Woolley that came out a few years ago. It's um, starring Julianne Moore as the Countess of Buckingham. Um, who is moulding her son, and you can see that in the trailer to seduce James the First. And there, um, I, I, I really actually love the aesthetic of the trailer. I think it's set up where there's lots of court intrigue. Um, there seem to be multiple LGBTQ plus storylines going on as well. Um, there is there's just this fabulous soundtrack as well. This thriving. Um, really dark and dirty soundtrack, and there's just a huge amount of sex on show here as well, but in a um, a really stylized way, lots of dancing, lots of movement, lots of people in the shadows. There's a... There's, <laughs> sorry, you, you can talk in a minute. Just two seconds. Um, and then there's lots of things like where people are sat around big tables. Um, what I particularly love about it is that there are times in the trailer where you could pause it and it would be like a Stuart portraiture. So if you ever went to the National Portrait Gallery and saw these big, lengthy Stuart portraitures, they, it just looks like that. So for me, it is an absolute dream. Um, James the First was gay um, you know that's very well known in in uh, in our history, but we've never had anyone go in go into it and talk about it. I also love Tony Curran, who's um, been cast as James the First. I remember Tony Curran from This Life in 1997, where he played Lenny. Um, and so for me, it really throws me back to that era um, of watching This Life. So I just really love it. I love all... I love the music. I love the tone of it. I love the aesthetic. I love the narrative. I love the fact that we're getting this story of James I and um, Buckingham. Mark, what did you think?
1: I mean, it's very Elaine. It's very not me. I mean, I, I, I just want not watch it. Like, it's
0: does nothing draw you to it at all there are there, i think they've no it's um,
1: mary antoinette it's mary uh, antoinette yeah, with yeah, the Stuarts yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah. which is kind of like your dream it's
0: my dream yeah i what i thought was interesting and just taking away from the fact it's historical fiction and you're not going to watch it don't you feel that they're really playing up the succession i got really strong succession vibes here <laughs> and i think that's interesting not from the point of view of you know, I'm talking about the narrative in James the First and the history. But from the point of view of do you think now we're gonna see this? We're gonna see this idea of family intrigue, because this is all about family. And a mother, however, at the centre of this in the Countess of Buckingham manipulating her children. And at one point, um, the son says, I was brought up by a monster and I mean you could, you know, you can see the parallels, can't you, with Succession?
1: I don't know who the mother is in all this. I don't know who's who apart from James the First. Okay.
0: but you saw Julianne Moore, and she's the mother. Is she, she she's the, the
1: wife of James the First?
0: No, she is the Countess of Buckingham. Buckingham Countess of Buckingham. So she's a very rich family. I'm going to ask who. I'm going to ask who. So she's she's a rich woman with a family. And she, what she's going to do is she's going to get her son to seduce the king, so that they can be close to the crown.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I understood that. I thought, I mean, I thought she was Mary one, oh, really? <laughs> because yeah, I assumed that she was. Yeah. And then I thought the the she, woman she's
0: long dead at this point. Uh, well,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, now I think about it. Yeah, Elizabeth was around for a while, wasn't she? Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Um, does Nicola
0: Walker
1: yes. play Elizabeth in this? No. She's El- got Elizabeth's hair.
0: I think they they all kind of have Elizabeth's hair at bari- various points or sort of going into the Stuart. So range is this of it. taken
1: at the time when James I would have been on the throne? Yeah,
0: yeah. This is, it, this is when he's king. I mean, so they want wanting to be close to the crown. I've
1: got like the last bit of me that would might be interesting has <laughs> just gone out the window. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought this was like. So I'm sorry. What succession? Like,
0: I was just saying, right? Take out all of all this stuff about it being for me and the fact that you're gonna you're not gonna watch it. We right, we get that. But isn't it interesting how the trailers put together? I think it's really skewing into succession because succession did so well. So you've got families around a table. You've got people trying to be close to. Positions of power. There's a lot of political intrigue in this, and like I say, she she is called by her son, and I'm brought up by a monster. So you've got that sort of comparison. I'm not saying it is Succession. I'm not trying to se- trying to sell it to you as Succession. What I'm saying is, don't you find it interesting? that the the aesthetic that they've gone for in this trailer is linking it. You know, so I'm making links to succession.
1: I would not have made that link. Had you not said that. Um, Having said that, I thought that it was. (laughs) I thought it was someone who was about lived about 70 years before James the first who, yeah. Who was getting involved here. And that, yeah. um,
0: So, (laughs) so if you, if you are into your Tudors, your Stuarts, your historical fiction, Uh, It comes out on the 5th of March, so not that long uh, to wait.
1: Big change next.
0: Yes. Why
1: in this house of God do I smell secrets and fear? We have no secrets. And with respect, Master Shardlake, it is of you and Lord Cromwell we are afraid. Master Sherlock. There's news of a death awaits you. murder. It was him. The guilty man must be identified and evidence listed. I am not above the laws of England, Matthew. Oh no, my lord. As no man should be. You will not fail me. Neither of you. The house must fall. Robin Singleton was killed by someone here. Someone within St. Donatus. You're hiding. You're all hiding.
0: One is your strength, as he is mine. Thou and your crookback of no importance. We are close. Believe me. Simon, When
1: will you accept that we must find our own truth?
0: An axe will find
1: your neck! I will find you. I will discover the truth. And this house will close. He is not the...
0: Has to be killed. Oh, hurrah, and to Shard so, Shard Lake. Um, no. <laughs> set in the Tudor period. Based on the wonderful books by C.J. Sampson. Now, I am not a fiction reader by any stretch of the imagination. I love memoir, I love non-fiction But I read all of the C.J. Sampson books. They are murder mysteries set in the Tudor period. I mean, it's just amazing. And Shard Lake as a character, because Shard Lake's our, um, our protagonist, he is the man who's going to be finding who did the terrible deeds. I find him really fascinating as well because he is uh, disabled in... A period of time where um, these things were seen as as always curses and the trailer shows you people crossing themselves when he goes past because the, he's seen as um, bad luck or bad fortune and also will obviously, I mean if you can think about the discrimination that disabled people have in this day and age, you can imagine the discrimination he was having at the time but he is a lawyer, he is employed by Thomas Cromwell played in this this um, <laughs> adaptation by sean bean yes and he is going to go into a monastery which obviously cromwell thomas cromwell hates monasteries he wants to shut them down dissolution of the monasteries he's going to go into that monastery and something bad has happened in this monastery and he's going to find out who um who committed the the murders um I am delighted that this has been adapted because I really hope it brings the books to people. Uh, I thought the books were just absolutely fantastic. And I don't really like sort of pretend Tudor time books. I much prefer reading about what actually happened or as as much as we can imagine what what, what actually happened through evidence. Uh, But these books really, really called to me. They really talk about the you know what happens on the ground around the politics but also the people who are living in that period who are um you know living in the 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 towns and and sort of getting on with day-to-day life when and the king is sort of a figure and obviously at this point darling henry the eighth was on the throne so uh, (laughs) mark is looking at me uh, this he's sort of like off into the distance, so it's not a book about Henry and the court. It's sort of going, you know, circles coming out from that, and the central thing being these murder mysteries. Now I know that you're not going to watch that. I think you you would be abundantly clear. But what did you think of the trailer?
1: So I'm trying to work out which book this is an adaptation of. Is this about of Heartstone or Revelation?
0: I think this is dissolution.
1: Oh, um, I've not looked at that because <laughs> you didn't. S- um, clog up my Audible uh, account with th- with that book um, true. so yeah I mean I'm looking now I've got three which every time I see them like gets me a little bit angry <laughs> oh, no. um, Revelation, Heartstone, and Lamentation, yeah, Lamentation. Um, yeah yeah. that's what happens when you don't cancel your Audible um, <laughs> account true. and you've got like you've got loads of spare uh, things and just want to use them so you say is there any books you want uh, so <laughs> look this looks fine like for what it is, I'm not gonna watch yet, I mean, I've seen a hundred of these Tudor things, and I'm sure there's a hundred more that you've seen, and you haven't made me watch, but like uh, Sean bean's gonna be good in this was one of the guys in this in um something that was <laughs> something we talked about quite recently
0: yes only a few moments ago i was like i recognize him
1: and i'm like hang on i recognize him from it's, two minutes ago it's john
0: wilkes booth john wilkes booth yes. is shard lake's assistant um in this mm. and i had watched the, the other way around so i watched shard lake first and then chris had sent me the trailer for uh manhunt i should actually say that chris brought uh shard lake to my attention as well so thanks chris for that now I can really, really um bore Mark with all of the all of these things. So yeah, I so I saw them the wrong way around. And I was like getting like really confused as well, thinking
1: Can I point out? What? Well, you say the wrong way around, it's just a different order. So yeah, the one that we've <laughs> talked about indeed,
0: the men. indeed. But that's the way my brain works. So yeah, I had got around, I was like, Who is that guy? Oh, it's it's the Shard Lake guy. So yeah, it it, it is him. Um yeah, so having having a great time at the moment, uh, that young man. So
1: can I ask a question about these? Yeah. Did these come out um, before or after the multi-million selling Wolf Hall, Hilary Mantel books?
0: Oh, that's a really good question. I've, I think
1: I've got a theory around do, it.
0: Do you? <laughs> do you, that you know what? I genuinely don't know the answer to that. Now, it looked like the first book came out in 2003, so, when did Wolf Hall come out? Um, I should know this off by heart. Wolf Hall, Wolf Hall. Let's have a oh, look. oh 2009. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. I stand corrected. Okay, yeah. Um, I had a feeling it was round about the same time. Now, they're very different Kettles of Fish. Very different. Wolf Hall is very much near the seat of power. Yes, it's talking about Thomas Cromwell, but it's going into, you know, his 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 family life, it, his um childhood and you're very much with the king and Anne Boleyn and all the others at that point this is not you know shard lake is is might see the king walking past or might be near him his company but it's not around around that it's really more to do with the murder mystery which is the, the bit that you know i i enjoy in the books is not really knowing who who did it or trying to work out
1: when well, you subscribe to disney plus for mm. um is it this one that's on Disney Plus?
0: Yes, it is. So Shard Lake's on Disney Plus. Coming soon. I can't find a date for you. I'll it, watch it Echo. Saying, You're going to watch Echo. Yes. And I will watch Shard Lake. Because
1: as regulations will know, we cancel Disney Plus <laughs> <Yes>. before Christmas.
0: <laughs> and <laughs> I went over to you, didn't I? And I was like, could we have it back? <laughs> could we have it back? There's We're going to have like, to resubscribe.
1: <laughs> I was like, yes, that was always the plan. There's a Tudor
0: a- murder mystery coming out. Um, the one thing before we go is um, what I'm really happy about is um, that as I say, Shard Lake is a disabled character and they have a disabled actor playing Shard Lake. I am so happy. I was so worried that they were either going to downplay the disability yeah, um, or they were going to um, have a non-disabled actor playing a disabled role. So I'm just really pleased that that has happened because I think a few moons ago, that might not have been the case. And the guy who plays him, whose name escapes me, that's awful, isn't it? Because I just had him, had him right there. I'm trying to think of the guy from um, John Wilkes Booth, but it's not him that I'm looking for. His name is Arthur Hughes. Arthur Hughes. I have looked him up. Um, he uh, played Richard the Third, and so I'm just and was really, really um f- fantastic reviews for Richard the Third. So I'm I'm just really pleased that he's just had you've got that pedigree of RSC and all of that going on and now he's going to find an audience on Disney Plus.
1: You say find an audience. It mm. did take us a long time to find it on Disney um oh, YouTube the
0: trailer. I know. Yeah, it's really difficult to find the trailer but Birdswell. Yeah, on, on YouTube. But you can you can Google it and you can you can see it. I know Mark won't be Googling it. Um, any more and probably won't let me do any more trailer talks
1: I'll pick them next time yeah
0: I think that's right what would you have? romantic comedies things set in to high school musical
1: <laughs> yeah
0: yeah that yeah. would be it wouldn't it I mean I don't know yeah I mean
1: I don't know what's I don't know what's coming out on TV this year that's like
0: what, that you would like rather than me
1: yeah so mm. about the college years that's um, what I'm thinking California Dreams
0: Deliminate Two guys, a girl, and a pizza place. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Those would be the trailers we would be watching.
1: Bring back trouble, that's all I say. <laughs> I want hang time. Anyway, this has been fun.
0: Yeah, that's been a, a lovely little interlude between our last proper episode and our next proper episode. Um, We will be catching up with films and TV and coming back with a main show at some point to talk to you about what we think of those. Um, probably have Mark going, no, when I say something again, which would be nice. Depends what you're watching. Yeah, okay, we'll see. Depends if
1: you make me sit through three trails of things I'm never going to pay any attention to.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that might might not happen again.
1: Yeah, okay. (laughs) You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at The Honeymoon Pod. And if you'd like to leave us a review, that'd be much appreciated. You can do so anywhere you get this podcast normally.
0: Leave a review saying you want more Tudor shows.
1: Bye.